Welcome to the Lawn Care Together podcast, a podcast for new or experienced lawn care professionals looking for lawn care, business, or life tips. This podcast is brought to you by Blades LLC owner Alex Counterman so that we can learn together. Thanks for listening and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Lawn Care Together podcast. Thanks for joining us for today's show. And on today's show, we're going to talk a little bit about whether or not you can start a lawn care company and run it part-time. Now, this is going to be of interest for some of you guys out there who either have full-time jobs or just don't have the time available in your life to put forth to run this business, you know, 40 plus hours a week. And just, you need something to fill the gaps potentially. Maybe you're just looking for a side hustle. And my short answer, and you could skip on to the next podcast if you want to, but my short answer is yes, and we're going to talk about why it is a good side hustle, a good part-time business, but then something that is even better for you to dive all in and eventually go full-time into. So stick around, and we will get right into it. Now, the first thing I want to get into is talking about whether or not it even makes sense for you. So depending on what your schedule is, does starting a part-time business make sense for you? Or would it make more sense to maybe go get a second job? That's totally up to you. Maybe you want to start this second side gig thing because you don't like answering to a boss. And that's one of the great things about having a lawn care company and being your own boss. You don't have to you know, answer to somebody else. You make your own schedule in some regard. You get to you know, pick and choose what jobs you do and who your customers are. And we're going to get a little bit more into that, but you have a little bit more freedom in just everything that you do as a part-time company that you run yourself. Now, do you have weekends open? Do you have just Fridays? Do you have Fridays, Saturdays? Are you working on the weekends and have Monday through Thursday that you are looking to fill the gaps and make a little bit of extra money? If you do and you have some flexibility and you know maybe a good personality for working with people because it's going to be important, that might be a good start to say that you are capable of running a part-time company in lawn care. Now, why I say it's a good start is just because you have the time doesn't necessarily mean you have the work ethic. You have to have the work ethic to be able to go out there and you know, mow even you know on a day that you might be tired, you don't want to do something. You have to fill the schedule to what works for you. And again, back to being your own boss, if it's too much for you and you need more of your own time, you have to set your limits and figure out how much time versus money you want in versus out. It, it's all going to be dependent with this part-time business and eventually maybe full-time business with how much time you're willing to put into it and how much effort you're willing to put into it to get back out. Now, I had talked about you being able to choose your customers. Now, if you're out there advertising, you might be just advertising to friends and family on Facebook or something, or you might just, you know, word of mouth, talking to people that you see frequently, maybe even out at the bars or out at the grocery store or anything along those lines. Maybe, you know, you met some people at, your kid's birthday party who said they needed lawn care and you just said, you know what, like this might be a good idea and you jumped on it and now you have three lawns and you don't even have any equipment. 
it's still possible with just those three lawns if like to be profitable and make the money that you want to make, keep your schedule open and just be happy. But if you wanted to vet your customers, just typically say you wanted 20, you don't want the first 20 necessarily that you're going to get. You're not shooting for like anybody. You want good clientele who are going to work with you because again, if you're part-time, you probably have another job. You know, you have, you want time for your family. You might need to be flexible with the rain. Say you only can work weekends and it's a washout on the weekend. They need to understand that you can't get there until the following weekend. And that's tough. And finding customers that are okay with that is going to be a difficult thing. It's a, a difficult business strategy, but there's tons of guys out there that do it. And it's not something that I don't think is possible. So go for it. You know, just talk to your customers when you get in. Be like, listen, honesty, honesty, honesty is one of the best things that you can really focus on with your new customers and with yourself starting a new business. If you are honest with them that you do not do this full-time, don't pretend to be a full-time company. Don't pretend to have 20 guys because when you don't show up and you have 20 guys and like, where the hell were you? That's going to be their mentality. And you want them to understand that, listen, we do a hell of a good job and we put all our, you know, love and everything that we do, you know, we take pride in all our work, but it is just me. And it is maybe just me and another guy. Maybe it's me and my brother, me and my dad, like we are in my company, my brothers. We take pride in the work that we do and we want people to be happy, but we do work part-time. And so again, if you follow along in the story, you understand that we have a part-time company. My dad works kind of during the day. I work in the afternoons. It's not every single day. I work a Tuesday through Saturday schedule of my actual job and Mondays I'm home watching my daughter. So in in the future it will be, I'll be home watching both my daughters. So I don't really have flexibility to mow until the evening, even on Mondays. And sometimes we just don't even go out on Mondays. There's a lot that goes into your company. You know, the services you offer is going to be another one. What kind of services are you offering to your customers that you, maybe those 20 that you wanted are you just doing lawn care where you're cutting grass and maybe, you know, trimming or like weed whacking and blowing all the stuff off? That's it. Mow, trim, blow. That's like a very stereotypical how you get started in lawn care. Or are you branching out, trying to make as much money as possible off of this 20 people, but knowing you're not taking on a, like I, you could make an argument that is it better to have 40 mow and blow customers or is it better to just have 20 where you do hedge trimming, weed pulling, you do the mowing, the edging, everything. And now it might be a great option for you to just do those 20 and it might be a better option for you to do the 40. It all depends on the style of lawns. It depends on you know how long it takes you, what kind of equipment you have, how much time you're willing to put into it. You know, again, are the customers cool? Do they pay regularly? Are they on a, you know, T30 schedule? Like it's not something you want to necessarily get into where if you get into lawn care this spring and you set all your customers up on a T30, which means that they don't have to pay until 30 days after they get invoiced. So you work on day one and then they have 30 days from the day that you invoice them. So it takes a month plus for you to get paid just for that. Or maybe you don't bill until the end of the month. So now it takes not only the 30 days where you build at the end of the month, 
but 30 days from the time they get that invoice. So now it's 60 days before you even get paid for the first job you did. There's a lot of ways to set up your company. And if that works for you part-time and you don't need the money right now, maybe that is a good thing. Maybe that's an easy way for you to work with all your customers. It comes down to your billing like because you have to factor those things into your part-time business as well that you're not just doing your mowing, blowing, edging, going home. You're prepping equipment, you're fixing equipment, you're talking to your dealer, you're going to your dealer, you're buying gas, you're getting stuff set up on the trailer, you're doing maintenance on your truck, you're, it's just, there's so much. You're talking to customers, you're doing your invoicing, you're doing uh, maybe just paying all your bills and keeping everything in line. Maybe you're doing just general bookkeeping. There's so much that goes into a lawn care business. And then there could always just be more too. Like Any additional work you take on, you might be learning how to do new things, learning new techniques. To do that, you have to put in one of the most ultimate, you know, valuable resources, and that's your time. And when you're learning, a lot of the times you're putting in time and not getting money in return versus getting out there and just doing the same thing every single day maybe not to the best of your actual ability because you don't know what's the right or wrong way to do it. So are you willing to learn to develop your part-time business? Or are you really just in it for the short game and trying to get as much money as possible up front? It, it, it's an investment to put your time into a company. It's an investment to grow your company. And the other go- thing is, what's your goal with the company? Are you trying to get this company to a point where you can sell it? Or are you just trying to get this like as like a one-year thing, a two-year thing, a three-year thing? Do you want to hand it off to you know your neighbor when he turns 18? Like, it, What is the option here? And what would you like to do? Maybe you just want to kind of leave the industry after a little bit. And I know our goal, or at least my goal, is to have this company for you know, 5, 10, 20, 30 years and offer it to my children. And if they don't want it, then maybe we'll sell it one day. But we're growing it. And, you know, we're building connections with our customers and trying to bring on employees to create a legitimate business that can sustain not just, you know, my life and my lifestyle and pay my bills, but also my dad, my brothers, family and friends, whoever we bring on, whoever we hire, we want this to be something that's not just a part-time gig. We want it to be something that, you know, pays everybody out and has money left over. It's a profitable business. That's the goal. And if your goal isn't to be profitable, then you probably shouldn't go into business. I'm going to be very honest there. If you enjoy what you're doing and it's like a hobby, then leave it as a hobby and like maybe take care of your lawn and take care of your neighbor's lawn. Maybe your neighbor will pay you very well. But Also, maybe you love doing this, but you love doing this more than you love your job. And that's kind of some days where I'm at is I like this could be a a real thing for me to grow into and run a company and, you know, maybe fulfill a larger dream than just working for somebody else for my entire life. And we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But again, it's all about starting a part time company. And can you do it? We talked about customers. Uh, we talked about your timing and how much time that you have into it. Does it fall in line with your interests, your flexibility? 
like, do you want to be your own boss? Um, I would recommend if you want to be your own boss, take a listen to the book, uh, The E-Myth. He does a great job in the book talking about, you know, the, the glorification of owning your own business and then what you actually experience after you get into business for yourself and realize that you wear a lot of hats and that it doesn't have to be that way and that you can really enjoy your company a lot more and being an entrepreneur rather than just being self-employed. Um, that's what the, the E-Myth, the entrepreneur, you, there's a lot of, you know, uh, myths that go along into that, that, you know, maybe they're the the richest, smartest, you know, most skilled people that go into this. And that's not true either. Um, they really just understand business and you usually don't get it right on the first try. It's a great book to listen to. Um, a lot of good tips in there. A lot of things that I either implemented or plan on implementing into my business just because it makes sense for me. I can see where, you know, what we're doing falls in line with the right and the wrong things that come up in the book. And it's a great way to reflect back on your company and make changes. And especially when you're in year one to three, making changes that are going to help you be more successful in the long run, make running your company a lot easier. If you're you know, trying to do this part-time, but you end up working six hours a night on your business, is that really part-time? Because you just went and put eight to 10 hours in at your regular job. Now you're doing six hours on your part-time job. And now you're 16 hours into your day and what's left? Like you, you go to sleep and you keep going and it's this, this rat race where you just never stop and you're exhausted and your family's mad at you because you never see them. And you don't want that to be you. You want to have a work-life balance, even with a part-time job. And maybe part of that is trying to grow this company now so that you can have work-life balance in the future. Maybe that's your goal as well, but establish that with whoever you know is going to be a part of this and part of your life. Because being in a part-time company is almost that five or six hours a night, or you're constantly thinking about it. And are you willing to make that sacrifice now to be successful in the future? It's not like the easiest thing to get into. And it is seasonal um, getting into lawn care and you can decide whether you want to do plowing and shoveling and all those things. But if you are just in it for the, you know, the, the nice weather, the mow and striping up lawns, then perhaps it's a great gig for you. And then other, in other terms, like maybe it isn't, maybe getting into this industry is not the right thing for you to do because you won't have year round work. But at the same time, maybe you just want extra money in the summer and in the spring or maybe the fall just to kind of kickstart, you know, a bankroll for something. Maybe the goal is to save up money and have this side gig pay off debt. Maybe it, like you want to pay for a vacation or pay for your kid's college. There's so many reasons you will get into lawn care and start a part-time company and get this side hustle or side gig going. And no matter what it is, I think it's just important to treat it like a legitimate company from day one, no matter you know what walk of life you're coming from and what your goal is. Treat starting a part-time company as a company and you will be more successful that way than you will be in any other way. 
any other method that you try to do, something's going to bite you in the butt. If you don't get insurance, it's probably going to bite you in the butt. You know, you don't file a name legally and you don't figure out, you know, how to become an LLC or some legal entity or get your DBA or whatever. If you don't set yourself up correctly, then, I mean, my fear was always that we would build up not an empire, but we would get ourselves to a certain point where, you know, we start turning heads and it's like, well, are they legitimate? And if the wrong person asks that question, you can be in a lot of trouble and you don't want to be in a lot of trouble. The whole point of this is to make your life easier. And if it turns out that it's not, then, you know, were you really truly successful? Sorry to interrupt the show, but we just wanted to take a quick break to thank you for taking the time to listen in to today's episode. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe with notifications to receive an alert every time an episode is released. If you truly don't want to miss it, follow us at Blades LLC or The Long Care Together on Instagram. Now let's get back to the show. So I already touched on it a little bit, but there's a lot more to being an owner, especially early on. Um, And the e-myth touches on this as well, that you're wearing those hats, the, the multiple hats. You're the bookkeeper, you're HR, you're working with customers, you're doing the work, you're doing the billing, you're doing the estimates, you're making orders, you know, you're the maintenance guy, you gotta go get gas and do all these things. And it's not the easiest job to balance all of that scheduling and you know, fitting it into your daily life. It's not simple. And even now, you know, two years into it, I think that we still struggle with scheduling. We still struggle with who's doing the maintenance, who's doing the estimates. We kind of, I do estimates, my dad does estimates. And, you know, sometimes like I do an estimate for the work that he's going to do and he does estimates for the work that I have to do. And it doesn't always work out because we probably would have quoted, you know, different. And we've kind of grown a little bit closer in terms of, you know, like our numbers and what we typically we'll choose. But when we started out, we were not on the same page with how much work things uh, would potentially take. And we would go to these jobs and we would work like three hours with three guys. It's nine man hours. And it was like $300. And it's like, well, did we really make any money? And it was more about getting the experience and getting the work. And I don't think the money was really a huge deal for us in year one. Um, we're in year two now. We're making more money. We have it, you know, planned out with how much money we need to make to be profitable and pay all our uh, bills and like all the liabilities. Be able to pay our employees, do everything legitimate, and grow our company, and then still take home money at the end of the month. You know, we really boiled it down and figured out what works for us. We're still figuring out. You know, not every job is going to be estimated. You know, a hundred percent down to the like the T to work for everybody. Uh, Somebody might feel like they're doing more work than it's worth and some might feel like they made out on it. And that's okay because it all balances out at the end of the day. You learn from even the ones that you estimate poorly and you figure out where numbers should be in the future. And there's so many factors that go into that as well. And you'll figure that out as you grow in business. It's tough to explain to anybody how you do your estimating and you know maybe we'll do a podcast on that just to touch on it a little bit more in the future but i would listen to things and watch videos on how these guys were estimating on youtube and try to figure out what makes this a $60 lawn and what makes this a $50 lawn and what makes this 85 95 100 and i would find out that like 
for us, a lot of the lawns don't line up. We have one acre properties as like an average. And then these guys would have like HOA homes where they're already next to each other as their average. And they could do 35 or $40 a lawn where like I would, I don't have that around me to be able to do that. So does that work for you and your company? And you know, what do you want for your company? Like I said, we take those one acre lawns. That's part of our customer vetting process that we go through of like, is it worth it to us? Like for the price that we give you, can we get out here, like including travel and everything else? Like, are you close enough in our radius that we'll make money off this job? And if you're not, then sorry, like we're not a good fit. And if our price doesn't work for you, then you're just not in our customer base. And It's tough to tell people no. It's tough to tell yourself no sometimes because money's money. But if money turns out to you know be negative after you you put it on the time and resources and you're paying for all the the gas and everything, or you're paying a guy to go out to this job and you're not actually turning a profit, then maybe it's not what you're looking for, and that's not how you're going to be able to really run a part time company. So. Really, I I don't know. This is a little bit of a rant about starting a part-time company and like how it works for us. Um, I don't think any of these points are foreign to anything that we've talked about before. We've hit on almost every single one of them. Again, I urge you to go listen to the E-Myth um, or the E-Myth Revisited, I believe, is what's available on maybe Audible or Scribd. If anybody listens to books online, they just have a lot of resources that like I really encourage you to read and listen to these books about business and maybe just take one thing away from them. I listened to a ton of different books over the course of the last two years. I know Atomic Habits I've talked about before is just a big one. Good to Great is something that I've been listening to recently. Um, I listened to 10X, you know, Profit First, uh, sale, or a couple sales books, um, Crush It uh, with Gary Vee and Crushing It and, you know, the Thank You Economy uh, a lot from Paul Jameson with like cut that grass, make that cash, hundred and one ways, you know, best business practices for for long or landscapers, you know, zero turn by Mike Andes, um, Keith Calvis's book. There's just there's a crap ton of books out there. Make your bed even um, by W. H. McRaven. Like that's all these books to either change your mindset. Um, make you rethink about like your attitude towards life and towards business and you know how you can be better at everything that you do. Um, even if it's just 1%, that's a big thing that Atomic Habits touches on. It's just being 1% better every day. You can also be 1% worse every day if you are doing a bunch of small bad habits. So James Clear, like it, that's a great book. Um, honestly, I would probably just say start there and run with it. Uh, the E-Myth, again, a good one. I could keep going on and on and on. But thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. Um, after this one, I really urge you to go listen to one of those books and get back to me with what you think, you know, maybe about, well, any of them, any of the ones that I mentioned. Let me know if you listen to them, what you think about them. And thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for following the podcast. And I hope everybody has a great day. It's killing it in spring. The grass is growing like crazy now. I know we got most of our first cuts done this past week and some last week prior. uh, And we still have a couple first cuts coming up this week for some of the customers who just weren't quite ready yet. And it's interesting, you know, the grass is growing at different rates here in PA. And part of it is maybe type of grass, you know, the landscaping, the hills and everything. But 
we are just so excited to be back doing what we love and we hope everybody else is also just loving every single second of being out there. Today was a rain day, so there is no mowing going on today and makes it a little bit easier to do some podcasting. So again, hope you enjoyed the episode today. Thank you so much and we will catch you on the next one.